Welcome to Let's Be Real Podcast with Leslie and Brittany, two highly educated and experienced sisters in Christ having truthful and straightforward conversations dedicated to your mental, physical, and spiritual well-being. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Let's Be Real with Leslie and Brittany. We are in our season two of Radical. And so last week we talked about radical acceptance. And this week we will talk about radical forgiveness. And what does that look like? Mm -hmm. So let's start off with a definition of forgiveness. Um, so the definition of forgiveness I have here is the action or process of forgiving or being forgiven. And I really do not love definitions that have the very word in it, because what does that word actually mean? Let's break it down a little bit further to forgive. It means to stop feeling angry or resentful toward someone for an offense, flaw, or mistake. Another, uh, another definition is to stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone for uh, an offense, flaw, or mistake, and to cancel, uh, as in to cancel or debt. So that is uh, forgiveness and what it means to forgive. Um, I can also go into scripture and see what scripture has to say about it. Uh, Ephesians 4 and 32 says to be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ God forgave you. So we were freely forgiven. So we need to be able to forgive others, forgive others freely, freely. Mm -hmm. But what does that actually look like? Look like we had a really good discussion about this last week. Really, really good discussion because, <laughs> um, in the church, right? If you have been abused before in the church, people may expect you to forgive and forgive and forgive. And they will use scripture against you and say, well, you're supposed to forgive me, but forgiveness and abuse are two totally different things. Mm -hmm. And we went pretty deep into that last yeah. week, several times, but do you want to expand on it, Leslie? Because really we, went, we went pretty deep on it. I really think the conversation last week was like a, it was really good. It was like some, some bread and butter and a whole, you know, entree and appetizer, right? But I really think when you think about forgiveness, right? And as a Christian, we think, okay, if I'm, if I don't talk, to, if I, if I, if I forgive this person, I need to be in relationship with this person, right? So if I, if my husband abused me, I need to quickly forgive him and then I need to take him back or I need to continue to experience this thing in this relationship, whatever that thing may be that is negative. But what I realized in, in going through some stuff recently and, and, and the guy was just pruning me about forgiveness because I was just like really battling with the art of forgiveness. And I was like, okay, what is this about? And he was just like, the art of forgiveness is not for the other person, Leslie. That's where you're getting it wrong. I want you to forgive seven times 70 is because it's for you. It's for your soul. It's for your peace. And every time that you're harboring resentment against someone, you're not growing in me because that resentment is preventing you from being closer to me and being active in your, in your call. And mm -hmm. so when I think, when I think about how do we forgive our sisters and brothers and what does that even look like in our natural lives? 
it looks like I forgive you, but I'm also going to set some boundaries to protect yes. me and to protect the art of this relationship. So mm -hmm. I think when we're talking about today, we're going to talk about the concepts and the components that make forgiveness a healthy thing, right? Like it's not, it's nothing wrong with saying, I'm sorry for something. I forgive you. And I want to move forward from this, but I may not want a relationship with you. So what does that even look like in a Christian from looking at it from not even just a Christian perspective, from just a, a healthy perspective right. on how right, to right, move right. forward when we, for, when we, when we are practicing actively practicing forgiveness yeah and i think i think you really really hit it right there you do not need to be christian to practice these things right we practice mindfulness you don't have to be christian to practice mindfulness we practice in in my profession we practice fasting you don't have to be christian to fast or even to reap the benefits of mm -hmm. fasting mm -hmm. so Whenever it comes down to forgiveness, this is something that is across the board for all of us, something that we all mm -hmm. should be doing. It just so happens that our personal perspective is based in the Bible. That's just our personal belief system and morals and values. But this can go really to anyone when it comes to to forgiveness and setting those boundaries. For me, I had to, there's something, I did a lot of pruning last year. 2022 was a year of pruning, 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 and cut on, cutting away dead things. And mm -hmm. one thing that I had to cut away was overextending myself. I really, I love people, right? I've been a registered nurse over 10 years. I love people. I care for them. People will call me and specifically use me because they know that I have that bone in my body. I'm not going to let you suffer. I'm not going to just let you die. And and I've had people use that before. Like I'm dying, you know, and they, they might use it as a figure of speech. I'm dying. And they know like that puts Brittany on high alert. Like you're dying. Okay. I got to come save you. But you really have to learn how to make those hard boundaries. And what does a boundary even look like? It looks like saying no. Practice saying no. It's okay to say no. No doesn't mean I don't love you. I don't care for you. No means that I I care for myself. No means that my cup is empty. And and my cup may not be even be empty. Maybe I don't want to just keep receiving abuse from you. My cup doesn't even need to be empty for me to say no to you. I'm setting a boundary. I'm setting yeah. a hard boundary. No means no. So I would really encourage you if you're, people like to call themselves, uh, I'm an empath or, you know, or I'm, um, you know, I can feel what other people are feeling. If you're that type of person who are, who's used to always running to the rescue, I encourage you say no in mm -hmm. the mirror. Yeah. Practice saying no, let it flow mm -hmm. out of your mouth mm -hmm. easily so that when someone asks you, you could just say no. It's easy yeah. to say no via text, but someone will get you on the phone and they'll tell you your their story and it's difficult to say no. So start practicing no. Yeah, saying no. No. Yeah. I love you, but the answer is still no. Yeah. So And if you um, need to forgive yourself for even saying that no. Do that in your secret place, like do that during your meditation. Like I forgive myself for 
harboring any guilt towards myself for saying no, right? And I think when we think about, um, as we're talking about radical forgiveness, um, something came to my mind and I remember, you know, and this can go in so, we can really go in so many directions with this forgiveness because I remember growing up in a very strict um, Christian community and in that Christian community and in our church, there were some bad things that happened to some of the kids um, growing up back then. And I remember instead of like parents being, you know, proactive and protective of their kids, and maybe that's still going on today in the church where the parents are so engulfed in the religion or in the church that they 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 don't really know how to be protective parents. That's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. And some things happen. And instead of holding the people accountable for some of these things or in, in, in some of these assaults or whatever was taking place, the Christian community was so quick to keep that person in office or that person in their position rather than saying, we forgive you, but you're not qualified. And what I want to say, the reason why I'm bringing this up and, and as I'm talking, what I'm hearing is that a lot of times people in your life, they need to be forgiven for you. They need to be forgiven because you need to release yourself of that, but they're not qualified to hold a space in your life that they're holding. And sometimes yeah. we have to release people from the positions that we place them in, not because they need to be in our life, not because, not even because they really are serving amazing, amazing purpose It's because we have a great need for them and we need to release them of that position. And mm -hmm. so it could be a mother, it could be a sister, it could be anybody that's toxic to you that you can continue, that you continue to put them in this position and is not serving you any, is not serving your any type of healthy purpose in your life. So right. when you think about forgiveness, it's releasing those negative emotions, but also yes. moving forward. So when I'm gonna, later, I'm going to give you some concepts on what that looked like. But I want you to know that it's okay to forgive and also change that relationship. Yes, yes. And, and I think it's really important that we communicate. I practice intentionality a lot. Communicate. The answer is no. However, I do love you very much because sometimes people need to hear that and it's okay to let them know that I love you. I support you. I'm here for you, but this particular thing, I'm not going to be abused anymore. And, and mm -hmm. it just, it's not just a phone call. It's a car ride. I remember whenever I first got a, uh, a car, I was uh, 16 when I first started driving. And people used to always ask me for a ride. Oh, yeah, I'll give you a ride. I got a car now. I'll give you a ride. I'll give you a ride. No gas money, but I'll give you a ride. I'm going to take you all across town. And my dad would always tell me, Brittany, you have to stop driving people across town. I'm like, it's okay, dad. I don't mind. And he's like, but people are taking advantage of you. Like, why are you taking, why are you letting people take it? Well, dad, I, I want them to know that I let them know that I care about them. He said, you can care about people without being taken advantage of. It's okay. Mm -hmm. And so communicate the no, ask for forgiveness. If you have unintentionally caused an offense, right? Because you can mm -hmm. cause an offense. So, you know, please forgive me. I don't like to say I'm sorry. Cause I'm not sorry. 
but I, I will ask for forgiveness and I will apologize. Your wording is very important. Don't say you're sorry. When you, you're sorry? No. I apologize. Please forgive me. And I love you. And boom. And like, wipe the dust. Wipe the dust off your feet and keep moving. Keep moving. I mean, our father wants us to forgive so that we're right with each other and we're right with him. We can't even... In the Old Testament, he says we can't even offer sacrifice to God if we have issues with our brothers or sisters. So this is something that's really important. Um, uh, behaving in a way that we are forgiving others and that we're also asking for forgiveness as well. Mm -hmm. I think that's very important too. And I think the more you, and, I, and for those people who are struggling in trying to figure out what is forgiveness, or what does forgiveness look like in this area of my life or with this particular person who really hurt me? You don't understand the depth of my pain. I think for those people, it may take you longer to forgive that particular person or forgive or, or even surrender to trump some form of trauma that you may have experienced and with a particular okay. person. And that's, yeah. okay. And that's okay. And so and you okay. need to take that time. Yeah. And I think time is, of sometimes it may take, you know, I, I have clients ask me all the time, when would I feel better? And I'm like, I don't know, but I said, take it one day at a time. And I, and I know people are like, okay, what does that look like? That yeah. means one day at a time you wake up and you, and you, and you say, today, I'm going to work on forgiveness. Today, yeah. I'm going to release a little bit of these emotions that I'm harboring. Yes. And I think because the, the more you're harboring those emotions, you're making that thing bigger inside of you. And whatever yeah. grows inside of you, that thing becomes powerful. So yeah. I think when, when, when Jesus was talking about the art of forgiveness and when we, talk, when we read so many psychological books and they talk about, okay, first you need to release this pain, release anger, release these negative emotions, release all of this fear. I think they're saying that because if you don't release it, you won't find freedom. And so freedom is, 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 is bound up in that releasing. So once you release something, you can actually embark upon a journey of freedom. And you're not free if you're, if you're enslaved and you're in prison to your own pain or the pain that somebody else puts you in. So that's why I think the art of, of radical forgiveness is so important in order to be your best self this year, you need to focus on what am I holding on to that can prevent me from being the best person that I could ever be this year. I really love how you're using the verbiage, the art of forgiveness, because it's truly an art. And when you think, when I think about art, I think um, about a skill set, right? It's a skill set. It's not something that that you just have, right? Or maybe it is something that you've been blessed with. Like some people, some people, when, when you think about art, like drawing art or painting, for an example, some people can just naturally do it beautifully. And then you have others like me who need to take classes and like learn how to like do the lines and um, with painting. Okay, well, how do I do the coloring and how do I mix and how do I shade? And so it's truly an art for some people forgiveness will come very easily and they can just forgive easily i pray to father give me that art <laughs> but um for others like me it's something that you have to learn and you have to practice and that's okay i think sometimes we read the bible i was talking to someone the other day about it 
sometimes we read the Bible and th we think, okay, well, this is what the Bible says. I'm supposed to immediately be able to do it. No, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. You're not going to be able to immediately do it. Well, I prayed and I fasted and I'm still plagued, you know, by these spirits. Yeah. And you will be uh, like, you know, why am I still having nightmares? That's probably going to continue. You can't pray one time and expect things to just go away. This is truly a life journey. You can't forgive someone one time and think that you'll never feel those emotions. Those are just emotions. Emotions, they're fleeting. They come and they go. They're just emotions. It's going to take time of seeing that person, giving that squeeze tight hug that may be uncomfortable at first, but it will start to feel more and more natural as you practice it, right? You have mm -hmm. to practice, 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 and that uh, forgiving will start to come very easily. And you're like, I'm not even worried about that. I'm not even worried about that person. Like I forgave them. I love yeah. them. And they're like, how are you so happy? How? Oh, I'm, that's easy now. <laughs> I've learned how to do that. I've learned how to just forgive and let go. And so it's, it's practice. It takes time. It takes, it takes time. And I think, and I think, and like I tell a lot of people and people ask me this question quite often about forgiveness and letting go. Um, one of the biggest things is that the, when you've been traumatized and there's a lot of people on that's listening to this podcast that may have experienced some level of pain that you feel like nobody else understands. Um, in that, in that pain that you're feeling, that's the thing that's keep making it difficult for you to practice the art of forgiveness. Because as long as you're living in that pain and that pain body begins to consume you and all you can feel when you're praying or when you're doing things, that pain bubbles back up. That's the thing that you need to forgive yourself of first. I remember the first time I attended a service and I was quite young at the time and um, I attended this forgiveness service and I've never been to a forgiveness prayer service before. And I remember the lady calling us up and we were like praying. It was a night of prayer. And I think we were just kind of having a regular type of service. And But there was a lot of prayer there. And I remember her telling us, she was like, the first thing that I want you to say out of your mouth is, I forgive me. Mm. And I think sometimes when, we, when we're thinking about other people, we want to say, I forgive that person because that's what God wants me to do. And you really haven't forgiven that person yet. Yeah. And the first place you should start with forgiveness, and I think this is why Jesus said that to the disciples, because he was trying to get them to understand your relationship and loving your brother is not about your brother. It's about you loving yourself first. So you can love them like you love yourself. Man. So if you're not able to say, I forgive me, like even me, even being going through, you know, being molested and all these things that I experienced in my life, first, before I can even think about forgiving the people that ever touched me, I had to start with me first. Like yeah. I forgive me for even allowing myself to be in those situations that I feel so guilty about today. Yeah. And that's keeping yeah. me from releasing this pain of today. So yeah. um, of my yesterday. So I think the first place you start, even in prayer, is forgiving yourself and say, Lord, help me to forgive me. And I think even if you're meditating and you don't pray, it's to start there and say, what are the list of things that I need to release and forgive myself of? Maybe right. these are the things that are hindering me from being 
free enough to forgive others. Because sometimes we we don't know that we're harboring pain and so that pain shows up in another area of our life. And I yeah. usually tell my clients, that's called the spillover effect. When you start seeing your pain demonstrate in another part of your life because you're projecting it over there and you didn't even know yeah. it was there, that's yeah. when you know that, wait a minute, it's some stuff I'm not dealing with. I need to fix this over here. And so that's why we came up with one of the, we think that radical forgiveness is so vital because the more you practice this thing, the more at peace you're going to feel. So that's why. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I, I just really, I, I love everything you're saying. Um, I spoke with someone today, actually, and she was telling me that, um, I'm struggling because I have to keep praying about the same thing over and over again, the same thing, same thing, same thing. I don't want it to always be the same thing. And I said, can you be very specific with me? Because I've had this same issue before where I didn't want to have the same struggle, right? Like I want a new struggle. I don't want to deal with the same struggle all the time. Can you be very, very specific with me and tell me what it is that you're struggling with? And she let me know that her struggle came because she couldn't forgive herself. Like I can forgive everybody else. So it's, it's amazing that we're talking about this today, but she says, I can forgive everybody. So I can be there for people. I can do this, but I cannot forgive myself because I know better. I know, I know better. I can't even forgive myself because I know better. I'm enough. I'm enough. I'm there for everyone. I know I'm a good sister. I know I'm a good girlfriend. I know. And she kept saying, I know these things. And I'm just thinking. You really know. But you're not enough. God is enough. God is enough. Uh, I was reading Matthew and um, one of the disciples were saying, what can we do to be good, right? How can we be good? And it says, you can't be good. No one is good, but the son of man, you, you cannot be good. So sometimes it's hard to hear that, especially when you're in a place of self-empowerment and making myself feel better and, and those things. And this is for the Christian perspective, mind you, I will say that for the Christian perspective, there is no us being good enough. There's no such thing. Your validation doesn't come from outside. Your validation doesn't even come from yourself. Your validation comes from God. Again, this is a per Christian perspective, or this is a God perspective or a Bible perspective. If you do not ident identify with Christianity, if you read your Bible or if your, your Torah, um, these are going to be the same teachings in, in those, uh, in those scriptures as well. But, uh, you have to start with yourself. You have to forgive yourself. That is the first, that's the first step until you forgive yourself. You, you can't really forgive anyone else. You don't have the capacity to, you don't have the capacity. She was telling, actually, she was telling me, um, the person that was speaking on it was Sarah Jakes. I don't, I don't listen to Sarah Jakes very often. Um, not much at all, but uh, she said that Sarah Jakes was saying an excellent message about um, 
the fact that you have to start with yourself before you can pour out to anyone else. Sarah was in the, in the story, Sarah was saying she had a friend coming in town and oh girl, I got you the hotel, the accommodations. I have everything. I'm going to take care of you. And the person told her like, no, you can't take care of me. There's nothing you can do for me. And she was offended. She was offended, right? Why, why do we get why do we get this offense when someone tells us no? But she was offended and she had to really deal with herself with that like I am not the sole provider <laughs> and that can happen when you reach like higher in ranks, right? So I'm glad she rebuked herself on that. But when as you get higher and higher in the ranks, you can feel that God complex. I think that happens for a lot of people that, that get higher. They start to feel that God complex and I'm the provider. And yeah, you're not, <laughs> you're not, but uh, yeah, that's all. That's all I have to say about it. But I really think when we think about forgiveness and I think you were talking about the person that said, you know, but I can't forgive myself. And when you really think about the concept of what, you know, what forgiveness is all about. It's a releasing of negative emotions, right? And I think sometimes we show up in all of these relationships in our life to overcompensate for something that we're lacking, right? And so if you're always trying to be there for people and you're always trying to be available and your boundaries are just terrible and you think that, you know, and you're doing that to overcompensate for something that you may be lacking, right? And so I really think it's vital for people to think about, you know, like when I'm showing up for these other people, Am I showing up for myself the same way? And I think it always goes back to you and saying, okay, how am I doing over here? And I and I love someone said that to me recently, like, are you doing your check-in? You know, like having a bunch of friends that are healthcare workers, this is the kind of stuff we talk about. Like, are you checking in All with yourself? Time. Are you doing these kind of things? And even my friends that are mostly therapists, they love saying that, like, what is going on over here? So we have these deep conversations to keep ourselves intact. And so I just think it's very vital as you're maneuvering through your life that you do that double check to make sure like, wait a minute, I know I told my mom I was, you know, I, I would, I'm sorry for what happened between us. And I know I told her I forgive her, but I'm still having a little bit of leftover emotions. So even in that leftover emotions, that's something that you can work through on your own and figure out why the leftover emotions are still there. And if you're a Christian, that's something that you can continue to pray about that you're released from those leftovers. And if you're not, that's something you can be intentional about in your meditations or in your journaling that you release and say, you know what, I need to release whatever this is because I don't like how it's making me feel. I don't like the fear. I don't like the anxiety. I don't like the depression. And remember, most of the time, we're having these symptoms of depression or fear and all these other emotions that may be coming out of us, it's only a symptom for something. What is the underlying thing that is going on inside of you that's causing that symptom to show up? And so some of that stuff could be Harvard, Harvard things that have happened in your life, like harboring pain or harboring resentment against parents or kids or our lovers or people that left us that made us feel abandoned and all of these things. So when we talk about the art of forgiveness, I'm going to give four quick um, concepts and effective ways um, to really work through forgiveness. First, you need to express your emotions. 
Um, and expressing your emotions could look different for everybody. Um, number two, you need to understand the why. Like, why am I, why is it hard for me to let this go? Um, number number three is rebuild safety. What does safety look like for me emotionally dealing with this type of, dealing with this person or dealing with this situation? And then number four you work through letting go and acceptance. And so some of you guys are not at the number four. You're not at number four at all. You're like, I'm not there. And we're not even telling you to be there. But what we are saying is that this is a process. This is a journey, just like grief. Forgiveness is a process. So I think when, when even when Jesus said that to the disciples, what he was telling them is, I want you to learn how to do this. I want you to work your forgiveness in a way that it becomes so easy for you to do it, that you can close your eyes and do it. Like even when, yeah. because he knew that one day that they were going to experience persecution, they were going to be rejected, they were going to be abandoned by their family. So I think he was setting them up for success and in in saying that this is a this is a skill set that you need to learn in order to be effective over here. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, Leslie, for breaking it down into several steps because it gives people a realistic starting point and also not only a starting point, but okay, like this is step one, step two, step three, step four. This is how I get there. And so we will definitely put that in the description because we really want you to not only listen, but to implement the things that we are saying so that you have a more fulfilled and enriched life. That is the point of our podcast. That is a point mm -hmm. of us spending the time to research these things. Tell us, tell you and share with you our experiences of life so that your life will be enriched. So mm -hmm. I will mm -hmm. definitely, we will definitely be putting that in the description. And then uh, I want to also ask Leslie, could you please share with our audience ways to contact you um, in case um, they're needing some personal one-on-one -on -one therapy? I mean, you can find me. Um, we will put a link in the description with my um, my my email address in there, as well as my company information. Um, you can find me at Thriving Therapeutic Family Services. Um, dot com and on there there's a link on my website where you can email me and set up a you know and, and inquire about my services maybe you just want a consultation maybe you just need a few hours to talk to someone and also Brittany has the same thing she's a health coach yeah. so if you mm -hmm. feel like you your 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 un, unforgiveness and resentment has led you to overeating or overindulging in some things that are unhealthy definitely contact us and and we're here to serve you i think yes. um we've all walked the world of holding on to things that were really um preventing us from growing in some way and i'm not a person who wants to dummy down you know anyone's experience because i right. know what pain looks like right and right. i think that when the pain is real sometimes the pain comes out in different ways it comes out in our eating it comes out in our marriages it comes out in other relationships with our kids, it will come out. And so mm -hmm. that's why we're going to make this whole season about radicalness. Because when God said, name it radicalness, he was telling us, I'm pulling you out because I'm calling you to be the remnant. And if you're going to be yes. the remnant, you got to be yes. radical. And yes. you can't be radical if you're holding on to stuff that's not helping you. So right. I think for us, what that looks like is 
coming into this radical season, knowing that we're coming in this season and we're not holding any bars back. Yeah. So I think for us, we're like, whatever it takes, whatever it takes, whatever we need to give, a, get takes. rid of, whatever we need to hold, you know, let the devil have, whatever we need to yep. give to the atmosphere, we yep. need to do that in order to be effective. And I think yes. that's what we're trying to tell you that if you want to be effective, you need to search for, 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 for forgiveness and learn right. that art of forgiveness. I used to read this. I know this is Buddhism, but I used to read this one book. I read it recently. And because I love to read different books just to get the concept of like, why does the Buddhist, they're always peaceful. What is this about? And I read this book and it's called The Art of Peace. Yeah. And I was like, wow. And in the book, he began to talk about you can't have peace if you're harboring resentment. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that... We're going to have to the, link that one too. I'm going to put that yeah, one in there. I love that book. book. I love how, you know, so many of us, we want peace. We we like, man, I just don't feel that peace. And I just wish I had it. That's because you're holding on to something you need to let go of. Mm-hmm. And the moment you let go of that thing, you're going to feel 10 times lighter spiritually and physically. Um, and so that's the only thing I have to say today, guys. I think you, I, I'm so happy you guys logged on. I, my, yeah. my information will be in the description. Brittany's information will be there as well. Yes. And any books that will help you on this journey of forgiveness will be, also, you know, you can find that also in this particular um, description box. So just mm-hmm. let us know, contact us if you have any questions. And just let us know how we can continue to serve you. And we appreciate you for listening to this podcast. We appreciate you guys. Thank you guys. Bye.